0: If there's one thing we've learned about business and life, it's that people are the X-factor. They constantly surprise us, both in amazing ways and not so much. We're Ben and Sia, and welcome to the on this Business Bites podcast. This show is all about real-life things we all deal with every day, how they relate to business, and how to make some sense out of our daily chaos. Welcome to the show. And welcome back to another episode of No, I'm this business bites. I'm Ben, and this is Sia. And you know what? I want to get into a really interesting thought process. Everybody's talking about accountability. Everybody talks about accountability. These people aren't accountable. You know, they're not doing anything. The great resignation, people quiet quitting. Call it whatever you want. But where's the expectations? How do we sit there and say, how can we have accountability if we don't have shared and agreed upon expectations? And it's not just your expectations of other people. It's their expectations of you as a leader, as a manager, as an owner. If we don't have agreed upon expectations of each other, how can we have accountability? See ya. let's nod on this.
1: No, oh, not indeed. Okay. So let me ask you this. What can you define expectations and accountability for me? I just want to make sure we have like a level foundation that we're going to work from.
0: Yeah. I mean, for me, let's start with the expectations. The expectations are, and I, and I agree with it, it's got to be a mutual expectation. It's like what you codified can expect from me and what I can expect from you within the work. This is how I work. These are the hours that I work. These are the type of projects that I'm going to be involved in. These are the type of projects I'm not going to be involved in. These are the, these are my goals. These are my expectations. These are, you know, this is, this is my big hairy audacious goal and the thing that I want to work towards as a leader. How can you help me achieve these? And if I do achieve these, what do I get for doing it? And we're not just talking about paychecks. It's we're talking about how do I be able to either build myself up and say, look, in a year, I want to be the next manager of X department. Mm -hmm. Great. You're not ready for that yet, but let me help you get there. If you're willing to do this, 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 and this, I'm willing to coach you and I'm willing to mentor you and I'm willing to give you the, you know, the opportunities to prove yourself so you can get there. And it's enabling both parties to understand in writing, understood that, hey, this is what I can expect from you. This is what you can expect from me. This is where we're going to go. And I'm going to hold your feet to the fire. And guess what? As a manager or a leader, as an owner, I expect you to hold my feet to the fire if I'm not you know providing you with the tools that you need to be able to meet your goals. So that's where I see this heading.
1: So I'm struggling. I'm struggling because I actually, when we wrote this down, I think I put down expectations versus accountability. And I, I think originally I had it all in cap lock. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think it was because I had a more, I don't know. Okay. I have a theory. Okay. Humor me. Cause we're not on this. Okay. Humoring. Here we so go. I'm going to go brainstorm. Like I'm going to throw this out here. I feel like we have crossed multiverses. Somewhere down along the long line, somewhere in the last few years, okay, called the pandemic was maybe the when it the stream crossed, and that's why they all us in our own homes, so there was less opportunity for everyone to be like, "Well, that's what happened here." But wait, should I? I should have got my tinfoil hat, huh? Sorry, <laughs> I'll get the tinfoil hat. But here's no my no conspiracy
0: argument. theories here.
1: No conspiracy. Yeah, well, it's just a SIA theory, so it's not conspiracy. Okay. It's it's just a SIA theory. But here's the thing, I feel like the multiverses have crossed somewhere because. After we came back from the pandemic, after coming back out again, and and thank goodness, the food industry, right? Restaurant massively hit. Even corporate environment, we are suffering customer service. I'm going to pick on customer service right now. Okay. Whether you're customer service uh, representative or customer service industry, hospitality, food and beverage, whatever it might be. Okay. I do not see any... mm, I'm struggling. I'm trying to say this nicely, everyone. I am struggling with the fact that there doesn't seem to be any level of desire to perform beyond their task as described. And there's a blank look in folks' eyes when you're like, can we try to fix it? And and, and I'm not saying I'm a Karen, but what I am seeing is in a complete lack of desire to step above. Like be a, take it, take your job and do the right thing or the next best thing. I'm not seeing that. And that's where the accountability I'm struggling with is because I see so many people with expectations of, well, if I'm going to get paid $15 an hour, I should, you know, this is my job, here's my requirements, and this is exactly what you'll get for me, nothing more. Mostly you get less.
0: True. I mean, that comes into the quiet quitting. It comes into a whole bunch of other things. I mean, I take a look at the restaurant industry. Let's pick on the restaurant industry. I just took my son back to university and we went out for dinner. And on campus, on the restaurant, and there was obviously brand new wait staff across the entire restaurant. Well, the owner seats us and says, "Somebody will be with you to give you some menus in a minute." And we waited, and we waited, and we waited, and finally, I got the you know the owner's eyes, and she goes, "Oh my god, nobody's gotten you a menu yet." So they finally show up with with a little bit of water and, and that. And then we waited, and we waited, and we waited. And the woman who was our waitress was right there clearing tables. And I finally said, could you get me my waitress And so, you know, so somebody could take our order? And it turned out to be her. And it took her another five minutes before she came and took our order. And a lot of it comes down to they're, they're brand new. You know they have they've probably never done this job before. They have no training, they, and that comes down to the accountability and expectations because you need to be able to train your staff properly. But you also have a staff that don't understand what customer service and what customer experience really means, and they sit there going, "Well, you know, I'm being paid lousy, so I expect I'm going to get a twenty percent tip." Well, guess what? A tip stands for to ensure promptness. You know just because you brought me water brought me my meal and you know my check hopefully at the end of the night doesn't mean you deserve a 20% tip you need to be a human being you need to be engaging you need to be interesting and you need to be interested in me to be able to get a tip of that level and i think that business across the board needs to sit down and say what do customers want what do people want and what do they deserve and we sit there and say okay if we're underpaying wait staff who are the people that we're getting you know if we're not if we're not willing to pay them and we're not willing to train them and we're not willing to to give them the ability to go above and beyond how are those people going to treat our people our 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 customers and what does that reflect on our business
1: I gotta tell and, you, man. You know, I so get it's gotta you. go
0: both it's gotta go both ways. You know, staff has to step up and the leadership has to also sit there and say, listen, this is what we expect. Let me train you of how we want this done in the first place, in a way that's not condescending.
1: Yeah, I, I hate to say it and maybe maybe I'm biased, but I will <laughs> say Disney pro- they were able to process this in a way where it's replicatable, scalable. The Disney University exists for that reason, right? So absolutely. many absolutely. Enterprise organizations, Fortune 100s would send their teams to Disney University for this exact purpose, right? To really understand the customer experience and the customer service experience. I don't know what the fix is because it's not just in the food and beverage industry. It is in airlines. It is in every single area and facet we touch where there is just this disconnect of F you. This is what I'm getting paid for and suck it up you know, you're not my boss. You're not the boss of me attitude. I, God, I am sounding like a Karen so bad right now. I can't even begin to stop. Like, I'm just like saying this and I'm laughing to myself.
0: But some of this Uh. comes down to, and I don't disagree with you. It comes down to how are these people being treated within their own company? You know, if, if people are being marginalized, if they're not being listened to, understood and valued, I know I say it on most episodes and I'm going to say it again, if we're not treating our people well, how do we expect them to treat our customers well? Mm -hmm. If we're not providing a good example of what we want and what we need and how we need it as bosses, how can we expect our, our teams to do anything different? You know, if people think that they can get away with something, they will. If people think that something is acceptable, that's what they're going to do. And I think we need to, as an organization, sit there and say, look, we're going to train you to do this because you know what? Not only does it make people will actually say thank you to you. People will actually appreciate what you're doing if you put in that little extra effort. And it's going to enable the company to do this. And therefore, we're going to make more money. And guess what? There's a bonus pool at the end of the year or at the end of the quarter. And there has to be reward and recognition. There has to be appreciation. There has to be you know, training. There has to be coaching. There has to be you know, this mentality shift of good enough is not good enough. Mm. And okay. I think that that's where we need to move towards.
1: I just had an idea that popped up in my head. Completely, it's a bit of a non sequitur, so roll with me, okay, my friend, is I'm having a lot of non sequiturs today. Anyway, do you think it's maybe lack of critical thinking skills that maybe that accountability is not, you know, sticking more, right? That desire to hold yourself accountable, to be better, do better in order to achieve a certain goal or, you know, next steps, promotion, whatever, whatever that objective is. Is lack of critical thinking for oneself or for a position in general affecting our ability to understand expectations, understand what accountability truly means, and our part to play in both?
0: In word and word, no. I think what, what we're dealing with here is a generation or two generations where everybody got a gold star, everybody got a blue ribbon, everybody was told that they were special everybody was told that don't worry if you fail the test you can retake it and we' we'll, and we're going to negate the first score and, and you can get the you know the other score you know that you have parents telling their children that they can do anything and everything they want without ramifications and if things get screwed up, the kids don't have any uh, there's no consequences because the parents take care of everything and this happens in the schools this happens with parents this happens. In a lot of places, and all of a sudden, these people get into work, and they go, "Wait a second, here. People are not thinking that I'm full of sunshine. People don't think that I that that you know that everything I do is amazing and wonderful. People don't think that I automatically deserve a raise and I automatically deserve a promotion just for showing up in the morning. Well, I don't like this." And I think we've had this cultural shift where we've had a, a generation or two generations of parents and teachers and people raising their children that are not putting people to task and that are, that are giving them the opportunity to do whatever they want, be whatever they want to be with absolutely no consequences whatsoever. And that's me on a rail, but I truly and absolutely believe it.
1: I, I'm I'm feeling what you're pitching. I don't know if I'm fully catching it, only because we are the generation and some of the later boomers that raised the generations that you're speaking of. So it's our own damn fault. We absolutely, these kids to absolutely. This.
0: It's our own fault. I'm I am blaming the parents as and the teachers as much as I'm blaming the kids. I think I think it's the parents' fault as much as I'm as the kids. I th- I think the parents probably have more at fault. Than the, you know the kids and it might be the grandparents that are blowing smoke up these kids, you know, six, you know, it's, it's the whole mentality of they're there now, now, let me get you a popsicle.
1: Mm. <laughs> yes. I mean, I hear you on that. I, I think we should challenge the audience and those listening. It really that accountability and the execution part of it, right. And our expectations around it. You know, are we being hard? Are we being unfair? Are we being biased? Right? I, I, and, um, yeah. Or this, I'm going to keep thinking being, on this
0: one. Are we not setting expectations and accountability high enough?
1: and or at and all. Le- and, le- keep- and,
0: letting pe- and letting people know where the land is the sand is. And this is the reward you're going to get for doing, you know, for doing. It's not just telling people that they're bad. It's telling people, catching them in the good. And and that's what we need to do as leaders. We need to catch people in, in the good and be able to reward them and let people know that the good things that they're doing and being able to coach them in w- when they're not doing things well in a way where we're not pointing fingers, we're not yelling, we're not blaming and we're not firing. We're sitting there putting them in a position where we say, "You know what? Here's how we could do this better."
1: I think that's a perfect ending on that because we can go on this one forever.
0: So Everybody, let's gnaw on this. I'm Ben. This is Sia. We'll see you next week.
1: See ya. Hey, hey, hey. Thanks for listening to another episode of Gnaw on This Business Bites. If you liked what you heard, we most humbly ask that you like, share, and hit that subscribe button. And if you want to communicate more effectively within your organization, contact Ben at yourbrandmarketing.com or me, Sia, at innovationmediaenterprises.com. We can help you build your community, brand awareness, and personality through podcasting. We cannot wait to hear from you. So we'll see you next week for another episode of Not On This, Business Bites.